Hello and welcome to The Woo in Food. I'm your host, Marilyn Rosano, and I help women in small business create flow in meal planning, routines, and small business strategies with ease by taking the overwhelm and thinking out of the no-time juggle. All right, welcome, welcome. First time using this mic and I feel... <laughs> I feel like I belong at Amy, double A-M-I. Um, put my phone on airplane mode because last time I tried to record this, my phone just kept on going berserk. Always. Every time I record a solo episode, it's either my phone somehow goes bonkers with people calling or just before the dude across the road was out with his blower um, creating a hurricane and I just thought to myself, I'm like, really, really? I get a fucking window to record an episode and everything's just going bonkers. All right. So um, happy days. What's happened today? Went to Audi, good old Audi, picked up some American hot dogs, which I know sounds disgusting. And you're thinking, Marilyn, really? You're like, watch me. Hopefully by the time you listen to this episode, I would have like shown you what it is that I create with them because they're street sort of like South American street style hot dogs, really delicious. And they're not those like feral red Frankfurt ones, which every child loves. Um, So I did that. What else happened? Oh, 6 a.m. this morning, I interviewed Kylie from um, Cooking with Cocktail Rings in America. She's a food blogger. Amazing. So sometimes I do early um, podcasts, sort of chit chats. I don't like to call them interviews, but chit chat. It's a casual chit chat with me, isn't it? Anyway, and so I, yeah, was up early with her. And so hopefully that episode sounds good and I didn't sound like too disorientated and croaky. But, uh, yeah, it was really fun. So I thought lately I would kind of like batch these episodes a little bit around themes. So today is obviously about toasties. But obviously I'm just infusing my own personality into stuff. And I, it's, it's really just a matter of getting your brain juices going and also listening to something me Thank you for liking my voice, by the way, because <laughs> don't we hate our own voice? You know, everyone says that. I'm sure they do. Um, and I thought that it would just be a good way to kind of get your brain juices flowing because a lot of the time, I don't know, we hear our flavor combos that we never thought to put together and it just sparks some sort of idea Um or interest in our mind. And even if it's something like a flavor combo that I'll probably mention in this podcast, you might not necessarily do it as a toasty, but it might inspire you to buy a certain ingredient um, or infuse those sort of flavors together into another meal. And in that case, I've done my job and I've helped you <laughs> think of a meal, really, because that's the hardest thing. And don't ask your family because they always say, oh, whatever, mom, whatever. And then when you cook whatever, they complain about it. All right, toasties. Toasties are the best. I don't think I've ever met anyone that's like, oh, no, I don't eat toasties. Well, and if they don't, it's because they just choose not to, not because they don't like it. Um, And it's one of those things that I think you can have at any time of the day, obviously for breakfast, lunch, brunch. And I think for us, the go-to toasty is probably more, well, BC, let's be honest, when we would have something on and say it was a later lunch and we come home and either the kids are feral from all the sugar or we're just sort of not hungry around the time that we eat dinner because we generally have an earlier dinner um, and then come a little bit later, we're peckish, but we don't want to eat 
you know, junk food, crap, chips and whatever. We want a bit more than that. But we also don't want to eat like a full-on meal again. So I think toasties is kind of like the go-to, right? It always is. One thing that I do as well is sometimes I will um, say, for example, tomatoes are on the way out or I've got some that are a little bit soft in the fridge. Um, I'll just quickly get some, say I've got sliced bread or sourdough, whatever bread as well, even if you have a bit of semi-stale bread. Um, And I will just put some cheese. um, I'll slice up that tomato and maybe some ham or whatever I've got, right? It could have chimichurri. It could have any, like, whatever, right? And um, I will make the sandwich press ready to go wrap it up in baking paper and leave it in the freezer that way on those busy hectic nights or evenings or even mornings sometimes we just I don't know can't be bothered to even make breakfast at times there's that you know I've had them ready to go in the freezer so all I do is like literally take it out of the freezer and put it in the sandwich press I know right so some people probably so I've heard some people do that for lunchbox you know I, I don't personally but um yeah, it's definitely something that you can do. So I thought I'd rattle off a few kind of sandwich presses, flavor combos that I do. And these are probably more the schmancy pimp my toasty flavor combos. Um, and I did trick my husband on one and others. I just went on Pinterest and had, I don't know, kind of bit of went for some inspo. But one that I did, oh, I don't know when, but wasn't too long ago. So my husband's Italian and he's like, oh, I don't eat baked beans. That's gross. And I'm like, oh, okay, whatever, dude, um, which is fun. I mean, I don't really eat them anyway. I don't order them. I don't really eat them. But I did see this recipe once. I don't know where. It was probably in some like Woolies mag or something. And I saw this toasty and I was like, oh, I don't know. That kind of seems like it would work. And I had um, like the mini tin of baked beans. So it was sourdough, sourdough bread, baked beans, um, prosciutto, um, Swiss cheese, or you could use Gilesburg, and fresh spinach. I cannot tell you how delicious that toasty was. It was um, freaking believable. So I didn't tell my husband that it was in there, and I just I just made it and gave it to him. And took, I was like, yeah, he's like, oh, this is good. I'm like, yeah, really? really? What can you taste in that? And he's like, I don't know. There's something. And I'm like, just have a guess. And I was like, freaking laughing my ass off and um, at the end I was like you know there was baked beans in there he's like no fucking way there was no baked beans and I said yeah there were he's like why are you giving me I'm like who cares it tastes good who gives a shit um but that combo goes a treat obviously I put some garlic and herb um compound butter on the top always I mean you've got to put a spread of butter on the top if you're cooking in the skillet or even in the sandwich press just you know pop it on So the next one that I did recently as well that I probably introduced some of you to is using the ingredient Nduja, which is spelled N-D-U-J-A. It's pronounced N-Duja. And it's a, I think, a calabresi, like a Southern Italian sausage spread. It's chili. It's delicious. You can get it at most delis. It's not something that Woolies has. I'm pretty certain. Um, it's delicious. So I spread that on some sourdough with some provolone cheese. Um, you could use, again, Swiss, Gilesburg, whatever. Compound butter on the top, tomato, spinach, capers. Oh, my Lord. You could even add some ricotta if you are like, I like chili, but I don't want to, like, really die. The ricotta 
kind of balances it out. It mellows the chili out a little bit. And um, it was delicious. That toasty was delicious. And Dewey is another ingredient. That paste, it can be eaten raw and it can be eaten cooked. Um, I personally don't eat it raw. Um, you could definitely just put it on like a cheese board. Um, let's say you're having like friends over and you're doing like a really nice cheese platter. Uh, you could um, definitely have that on there and with some like nice warm Turkish bread, olive oil, oil and balsamic vinegar. Um, so yeah, so that's another ingredient. Otherwise you can also put that in duya paste in lasagna or sugo sauces. Again, it's quite spicy. So um, probably not for the kids, but you know, never know. Some people's kids love chili as well. Um, so we've got the classic Reuben. I, I think the best Reuben I've ever had was in the States, right, hands down. Don't give a shit. The deal, oh my God, with the gherkin, it's smoky, sweet, the cheese, oh, the crunch, and then the sour. It's just perfect. It's my heaven. So it's corned beef, Swiss cheese, sauerkraut, Russian dressing on some rye bread. It is so good. And there has to be a really good, generous amount of corned beef in there. Um, you could definitely do it at home. I don't think, I think I've done it once. And I was like, eh, yeah, because <laughs> I did my own Russian dressing as well. Um so another thing with toasties is like, say you have some leftover chicken, you've roasted a chook or even some schnitzel. Um, I definitely put that on bread. You could use Lebanese bread. You could use obviously sourdough. You could use slice, whatever, you know, whatever floats your boat. Turkish bread it works amazing with it as well. Um, I sprinkle some ground cumin, um, some ground smoked um, paprika, some beautiful cheese, even if you have like sort of a Mexican blend or Spanish blend cheese, it goes really, really well with that, those like um, spices. Um, and then, you know, you could even take it next level and put some chipotle with it as well if you want the heat. So that's amazing. Otherwise, obviously, you could make my chimichurri, the recipes for free on my website um, and dunk you know, that sauce in, or you could spread it on the bread as well with the chicken just for the extra, extra flavor combo. Another sandwich. I haven't made this, but when I saw it online, I was like, that would so work. It's um, an Italian sub. I would probably get a nice baguette or some sort of long loaf bread, the meatballs with the sauce and some Gouda cheese. I mean, so delicious. So, it's funny, I've never actually made it because I do have leftover meatballs at times and I just, whatever, I just eat them. I'm happy eating them like that. But, um, yeah, I don't know why it never occurred for me to do it. I don't think it's something that I would generally order out, but it would be delicious. I think it would be delicious and I should do it next time. So I'll keep you posted with that. And then if you want to do like an Asian-inspired toasty, um, my friend always goes on about kimchi, kimchi, and I love it as well. I have to agree with her. It's just a kimchi and cheese toasty. I have not made one before. I need to make one. I think it would be delicious. I'm thinking I'd put some extra spring onions with it or whatever you call them, spring, green, whatever they're called. Maybe some butter on the top with some like sesame seeds um, so they can toast be so 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 good so there's some suggestions I thought you know what I think a toasty is so underrated and I don't think it's something that we kind of consider making often enough of course you could get um, croissants as well that's another thing that you could go next level and just have ham and cheese 
or if you have leftover bechamel sauce, bechamel sauce with ham in a croissant. I mean, you know, cardiac arrest material. However, super, super delicious. Um, so my whole point is sometimes I feel like for dinner, we have some random leftovers. No one really wants to eat the same shit again because they're bougie like that or they're fussy, um, which irritates me because I'm just like, you can have this again. It's fine. So it's sort of about reinventing the original dish in a way that is not going to put you out that much, but also it's sort of like having a totally different meal. And we had did an episode on pies as well. And that's another thing, you know, pies is just something that is usually made using something that's left over from the night before or two nights before. Um, and it's really about reinventing another dish out of one. So I urge you, if you are stumped and you kind of have some leftovers in your fridge and you're thinking, I don't know what to do, or you, you don't know what to cook and you're just like, I don't have to make something fancy. I can just make some really gourmet toasties for dinner and it, it suits everyone. It suits everyone. Even those fussy kids that just want ham and cheese. It's fine. Sometimes it's okay to just have toasties for dinner or any time of the day for that matter of fact. Anyway, hope you like this episode. Uh, let me know what you think. Let me know if you make any toasties. I would love to hear your versions and variations on, on toasties and what your kind of go-tos are or maybe like combos that you never thought would work and created it and you just thought, holy shit, this is like freaking next level amazing. Because now I'm thinking stuff like, you know, pulled pork with slaw toasties. That would be amazing as well. Anywho, I will catch you over on Instagram at rasanos.casa. Please join uh, the Facebook community group, The Woo in Food. Also, also podcast people. If you are loving this episode, I would kindly, kindly appreciate if you could leave a rating and a good one, if you may, um, on Apple or iTunes or whatever it is, right? iTunes, whatever you're listening to on, give me a rating. I know that Spotify don't, I don't really think you can do ratings on there, but if you may, I would really, really, really appreciate it. Um, so I can keep this gig happening. All right, over and out. Ciao. All right, ladies, thank you so much for another episode. I hope you loved it. And if you did, please subscribe. You can also join the free Facebook community group, The Woo in Food, and find me over on Instagram at rasanos.casa. But until next episode, ciao, thank you, and take care.